Everybody loves to talk about how you start your day. Miracle morning, what's your morning routine? And I have one. My leader's morning checklist, it's something that I do every single morning to not just make sure I get the things done on my task list, but that I actually propel myself forward. Like I see big opportunities for growth and then I step into the leadership activities that I need to do in order to tap into that growth. But what nobody's talking about that I think is one of the most critical pieces to the puzzle and has changed the game since I started implementing this is how you close out your day. If you're not thinking about how you're going to kick off your day until that day, you're already behind. You're missing the mark. So today I'm going to break down how I close out each day, why this is such a, an important piece of the puzzle that nobody's talking about, and why this is a leadership strategy that's going to help you get ahead in your business and your life. It's going to help you feel more contentment, more peace, more purpose, more possibility. It's going to help you tap into your next level. So let's get into it. Hey, you're listening to the Luminary Leadership Podcast, and I'm your host, Liz. This is the space where we equip overwhelmed entrepreneurs to become the confident, visionary leader their business, team, family, legacy need to win. After working with countless entrepreneurs over the last decade plus, I've noticed this theme. No matter the level of success they achieved, and I've worked with some incredibly successful business owners, they get to this point where they're asking, now what? You know, what am I being called to next? What does next look like? How do I get there? If you're listening to this, you get it. You're craving more impact and you want to feel less frantic and in the weeds of your day-to-day roles and instead lead with that vision and that peace and that intention and that clarity. You want to wake up each morning with that clarity and vision and the time and the margin to do what you love in your business and in your life with your family. This show is where industry leaders come to grow into their next level of achievement and purpose and impact and legacy, success in business and true legacy at home. Get ready because we both know you don't just need another strategy. It is time for your breakthrough. The reason I'm so passionate about talking about this is because for years, I did all the things morning, right? And I'm not a morning person, so it was like pulling teeth. I read Miracle Morning. I read 5 a.m. Club, two books that I would promote and say are excellent. And I live by and stand by the fact that what you do in the first few hours of your day are pivotal. They are critical in how the rest of the day is going to go. So much so that I've created a process that I fine-tune over the years, and I continue to fine-tune depending on the seasons that I'm in, that help me not be just a worker. I think a mistake a lot of entrepreneurs make is they get right into the task list. Like Even if they're evolved enough, enough in their thinking that they know not to open their phone and start scrolling social media, we hear that all the time, You know, those that start their day in their email or on their phone, they're missing the boat, they're reacting to what the world throws at them instead of being intentional and choosing the things that they're going to pursue and do in their day, even though a lot of us know that, we still tend to get into massive action first thing in our day. So first, let's talk about the morning because this is where most people's minds are at. It is so important not to start your day just jumping into your to-do list. In fact, I try not to work from a to-do list almost at all anymore. And the reason for that is it's almost like opening up 
your email. It's almost like going into Slack and and seeing what your team throws at you or going into Instagram and seeing what everybody else is doing because your to-do list is dictating your behaviors, your actions, and the to-do list is never ending versus an intentional start to your day where you're not tapping into those tasks and the to-dos to start. You're getting your mind right. You're getting your body right. You're optimizing yourself for possibility and growth. So I talked about that in a previous episode. I think it was episode 175. I'll I'll double check on that. We'll link it below. We talk about what my schedule looks like starting with the morning. And if you're struggling with those mornings, if you don't know how to get out of that massive action and into the stuff that's really going to propel you into your next level, I'll link my leader's morning checklist that it's just something that you can craft and make it a little bit more your own based on what's on your plate, what's in this season for you. Like for me, We had our fourth child, so I'm still breastfeeding my baby, and I have little kids, and we homeschool, so my morning checklist might look a little different than yours, but this has really helped me. But what I want to focus on today is not how we're starting the day. It's how we're ending the day. How often do you feel like, as an entrepreneur, and I think this is a plague among entrepreneurs, myself included, where you're coming to the close of your day, no matter how productive you were, It never feels like enough. You've gotten so many things done. You've checked so many things off your list, yet you still feel like that pressure, it wasn't enough. There's more that I have to do. So you close out your day with this energy of, I wasn't good enough today. I wasn't productive enough today. Oh my gosh, what am I staring down tomorrow? And what we want to do is be able to shift so that we're closing out our day with a sense of contentment, with a sense of completion. I know for me, I felt like for years, I would come to the close of my day and it felt like an open wound. Like I hadn't closed things up. That it almost, my mindset, even though I was tapping into a new section of my day, whether it be present with kids or going off to do something or going to exercise, my mind was still in the work. So how can we do things at the end of our day so that we can actually shift into whatever we're going into next? For me, it's family. I don't want to bring that energy to my kids. I don't want to bring that energy to our dinner table where I'm venting about all the crap I have to still do the next day. Or I feel that kind of nervous, frantic energy that comes with not feeling like you close a loop. So let's talk about some of those things that come at the close of the day. Let's talk about how do we shift to become more present with family. Well, one of the ways I do this is nothing happens for me if it's not my schedule. And this is just me. If you're the type that you can, it can how you can, you have space to house those things in your brain and remember that you got to go do these things. Good for you. For me, I have to block it. And the other reason I block it is so that my team doesn't schedule me for things in that time block. My family, you know, knows that that time block is being dedicated to something the same way that I would honor a commitment to a client or to uh, a meeting that I have. I want to honor those commitments to myself that are going to help me show up the best way possible for those clients, for my family, for myself, for the business, whatever it might be. So the first thing, the same way I promote this idea of the first two hours, yes, two hours of your day are dedicated to a specific process and leadership. The last hour of your day. For me, it's an hour. For you, it might be something else. Even if it's the last 15 minutes, if that's what you have to give, I'm telling you, you eat into your to-do time, right? Like the list of crap you have to do that you usually do. Let's say you end your day typically at five o'clock. If you're up until the moment that the clock strikes five doing to-dos, that frantic energy is what's coming into the rest of your day and kicking you off the next day. 
What if instead, the last 15 minutes, 30 minutes, one hour, you eat into that to-do list time, which can feel counterintuitive because you're like, I have to move the needle. I have to get this stuff done. I can't afford to take time out of action and into contemplation or whatever this process you're about to tell me is because I got to be getting stuff done. That will keep you trapped in mediocrity forever. You will be a subpar or maybe average entrepreneur for the remainder of your career. Study leaders, study people who have done it, who have made it happen. They see the value in that margin to do leadership behaviors that are not checking things off a to-do list. So I'll just speak from my own experience. I carve out that last hour to do the work that I'm gonna talk to you about today. That last hour is that transition period from a day of work to shifting into something else. Because how you close out that day dictates how you kick off the next one. Instead of waking up in the morning and then you start to think about how you're gonna tee up your day, your day is already teed up. So there are some tactical things I do in that hour, tangible things, business-related things, leadership-related things, and then there are some more intangibles, the leadership mindset things that help me make that transition. So for me, it's blocking that hour. Some I don't work a normal, you know, nine to five. I did that for a long time, both in a real nine to five, right, in a corporate career. Then I, I accidentally created that environment in my company. And then I was like, wait a minute, I'm beholden to the schedule that I was trying to escape from before. So now I have a lot more fluid of a schedule because of how our family operates and that's what's right for us. So every day might be a little different. Sometimes that transitioning time is noon because that's when I'm closing out my workday. Sometimes it's four because I have a longer day that day. Sometimes it's eight o'clock because I didn't start my day till 4 p.m. because I had the kids all in the earlier part of the day. So it's different every day. But the premise is whatever that last block of time that you're working is dedicated to making that shift intentionally. And during that time, and that block goes on the calendar so that my team can see it, my husband can see it, my family knows it's happening. I know it's happening. I don't book myself into something else. No matter how much crap is on my to-do list, no matter how many emails I didn't ultimately get to that day, it does not bleed into this time. That's another mistake where we, we build in this margin and then we treat that margin like it's just a buffer. Like if I don't get the stuff done that I was supposed, quote, supposed to get done, the productivity stuff during the day, well, that's fine because I have this hour blocked off at the end with nothing in it. And I'm going to fill that hour with more junk so I get one more hour of stuff done. That's a limited way of thinking. That is not a leadership way of thinking. So we're going to shift out of that. This hour is critical or 15 minutes or whatever it is for you. And it is to be honored. It is to be um, respected the same way you respect other appointments on your calendar. You have to start respecting yourself and your own appointments on that calendar. So during that time, the first and most critical piece for me is there's a little bit of time to close loops. So that doesn't mean checking off additional tasks in the first 10, 15 minutes of that hour. It means leading up to that hour, I have to be intentional. So maybe the 30 minutes leading up to that hour, that's when I'm getting those final tasks done. But then the beginning of that hour, I'm closing loops both tangibly and mentally, right? So I'm going to my team in those first few minutes of that hour, and I'm saying, hey, guys, just so you know, this is where I landed on this project today, and this is where I'm picking up tomorrow. This is what I'm going to need from you guys to kick off this day. 
Okay. So I'm, I'm communicating with the people that I work alongside how tomorrow might start. And I'm helping myself close loop. I'm also helping them understand I'm about to check out. So there will not be a conversation at 9 p.m. about this because you're checking in on your, your time slot or you have some time and have an expectation of me to reopen that loop. Nope, this is me closing that loop. So there's the communication element. There's also the mental closing of loops. I really struggle with this. I'm a three on the Enneagram. There really is no limit to the amount of time and energy I will put into my work. I could become a total workaholic if I allowed myself to get it out of control. I love what I do. I'm passionate about what I do. Uh, I'm, I come alive in the work that I do. So it's really hard for me to check out <laughs> of that work but especially hard for me to check out mentally from that work because the reality is as a small business owner, there are a multitude of things that are going to forever be on the list of stuff that has to get done. There are projects that we're slowly moving forward. There are things that are tighter on deadlines. There are things that are long-term deadlines. There are just fires to be put out. So I struggle with that person as that personality and type A and all of that stuff to be able to say, I am not just clocked out from a physical perspective, like I'm not opening my phone and doing the things, but I'm clocked out mentally. I'm able to shut that down in my brain. So I spend some time closing those loops. And for me, it's writing. For you, it might be something different. It might be dictating a voice note. It might be having a conversation with someone. Like if you're a talker and you're like, I just need to talk through these things so I can get them out of my brain. It might be just putting them in a notebook for tomorrow to look at them. And you have this time in the beginning of the day to reopen those loops. For me, it's it's writing and it's helping my brain rationalize how today was a good day and how no matter what we got done, it was what we got done and it's time to make the shift from work to family or it's time to make the shift from work to, you know, free time or whatever it is for you or from work to writing, if you're writing a book or prepping for a speech or whatever that shift is mentally. So I do some journaling, just a couple minutes, capturing the day. Because what I fail to do sometimes is look at how much we did do that day. It might not have been the stuff we expected. There might be still a lot of stuff that has to get done, but it's really easy for me to look at the list of stuff we didn't get done yet instead of acknowledging the things that we did get done. So I want to capture that evidence. That helps me close loops. That helps me feel accomplished. That helps me find contentment and satisfaction with the day that I just had. And sometimes the truth is with four little kids working from home, everybody's home because we homeschool, days don't go as planned. Many days don't go as planned. Or just in the business, something pops up where tech breaks and we I had a whole you know, afternoon allotted to recording that now gets shifted to fixing a broken problem with the team. So there's a, a process that I have to go through sometimes where I'm coaching myself the same way I would coach a client through the flexibility I had to have that day and how what I expected to happen didn't happen and how that's okay because that fire I had to put out was important too and it was progress right? That child that was sick and just wanted mom, that is a major calling on my heart. 
and the work will still be there tomorrow. So that journaling process allows me to capture that evidence and remind myself of what doesn't come naturally to me, which is accepting when things don't go the way I thought they would, when things go awry, when I have still so many things to get done and I miscalculated my time and now you know, my, my to-do list seems to have grown. So closing that loop mentally, I'm looking down at my notes so I don't forget what else I want to bring to you today. So the other thing with leading up to that time of closing loops, I think it's important to look at, start anticipating what tomorrow will bring. So if there are tasks that didn't get done in that day and you know they're going to go in tomorrow, asking yourself, are these high priority or do they just feel high pressure? If they're high priority, they get allotted in a specific and protected time block of tomorrow. So you don't have to have the stress of, oh my gosh, you didn't get these things done or they're taking up space in your head like you have to remember them. They are already built into tomorrow's priority block. Probably not the first two hours of the day because my recommendation is not doing the tasks in the first two hours of the day. So the leader's morning checklist, you can go to luminaryleadershipco.com forward slash checklist, or you can grab it linked here. But that is going to walk you through what is protected in that time block. But there's also a time block that's protected for the tasks, for the to-dos. So you want to take the things that are kind of causing some angst and stress in you today, and you want to put them into that protected time block for tasks. That is a concentrated time block because they're usually not things that light your fire and help you move the needle in the business. They're things that just have to get done. And then you can take them out of your head. And then you can start the process of planning for the next day. So I'm closing out my day. Let's say I'm closing out the day from three to four on one of those days. I'm sitting down and I know exactly what tomorrow is going to look like. Now, again, you have to have that flexibility mindset knowing this is how I want it to look. I can't control if it looks exactly like that. I might wake up and and feel sick. You know, something might be going on with the kids. There might be something that I have to shift gears on because an opportunity arises or whatever it might be. And that's okay. But generally speaking, I'm blocking out my day the next day because I'm a, I want to know when I open my eyes, what does that initial time block look like? Then I want to know what time am I intentionally starting my work and what am I starting with? I'm not sitting down with a to-do list. What is that block of time being dedicated to? What I try to do is instead of starting with tasks, and I'm talking after the, the morning routine, right? So when I'm actually getting into work, instead of planning to start with tasks, because tasks lead to more tasks, Okay, so I might have a very good intention of like, okay, the first hour of the day, I'm going to sit down, I'm just going to plow through my emails, and I'm going to answer my Slack messages. But here's what happens. One, that first part of the day for most people is their most mentally energized period of the day. And you're using it for things that don't require a ton of inspiration and mental energy. So you're wasting your most precious block of the day. The second problem that arises is that when we sit down and we open one email, a reaction leads to another reaction, right? Like an action leads to more. It, it opens the can of worms. I open that email with the intention of replying and then I reply, but then they reply back. And now I'm in this email conversation or the same thing with team. I open Slack with the intention of going through my strategic things in my to-do list, 
But now I'm I'm seeing what other people need and I'm going in other directions and that hour turns into three and I've missed that powerful block of the day and I haven't planned. So what I'm doing the night, the day before is I'm planning for that initial block of the day to be the things where my mind is the most clear and that and my time should be going towards those things. For me, it's the creative stuff. It's content creation. It's stuff like this. It's opportunities to um, create content for my clients or the new offers that I'm working on or a speech that I'm giving or a talk that I'm giving to my to my mastermind or recording podcasts, but I'm planning that out in this final block of the day. And what that also does from a stress perspective is it it hits a pressure release valve because I can see in black and white in my planner, oh, it's okay. I can release this because I can see where it's going to be handled tomorrow. Okay. And you can see how you're moving the needle forward. So you're using that time for actually planning out the next day. And you can see it's planned in blocks. And then that one little more concentrated block of time that does have to be used for tasks is going to be intentionally capped. It's going to have boundaries. It's going to have a start time and an end time, and it's not going to be super long. So that I know all the little crap that's on my to-do list that's you know taking up residence in my brain rent-free and it's stressing me out. It has its own little block tomorrow and it's going to be concentrated so it doesn't then eat into the creative stuff or the needle moving stuff or the leadership stuff that I have to do that's actually going to help our business grow. Because sometimes when you allow the to-dos to take over your life and you wonder why your business is just maintaining at best, it's because you're not doing the innovative things that a leader has to do in order to see their business actually grow. So that is an important piece. There is a time block for the to-dos, but it's concentrated. It's it's blocked. It's capped. The other thing is a mindset that comes into that last block of the day. We end our days so often feeling defeated because we never can finish. It's never satisfying, right? It's never enough. We're never going to get everything done. And if we have, we're not innovating enough, right? If we actually went through all the things that we could possibly think to do, then we're probably living in within a comfort zone that we need to break out of. So how can you mentally adapt when tangibly there's still so much more to do, but mentally you want to feel that satisfaction and contentment? Well, part of it is that reflection. It's looking back and collecting the evidence of the things that were done correctly. Part of it is looking ahead. So there's looking back, there's looking ahead. It's casting that vision and reminding yourself that this is an ongoing process. You're here for the long game, right? You're not trying to just get all the things done so you can check the box. You're evolving, you're growing, you're doing the things that are going to take time over time. But embracing the day that you just had, even if it didn't go the way that you wanted to. Ending your day intentionally and choosing contentment, no matter the curveballs that were thrown at you, because they're bound to be curveballs thrown at you when you're in a leadership position, when you run a business, is going to tee you up for a more energized, productive, positive day the next day. You won't start your next day with that frantic nature. You won't be tempted to skip the morning routine that's going to optimize you, your brain, your body for the best possible day. You're getting your mind right at the end of the day. So there's less energy going into trying to undo the bad attitude to get your mind right at the beginning of the day. It's so, so important. So this intentional block of time is dedicated to de-stressing, 
So for every person, it's going to be different how you do that. Like I said, for me, it's a lot of writing. It's a lot of envisioning the next day. And it's a lot of envisioning three to five years out, staying passionate about my vision and my mission. A lot of people say, you know, you got to look at your vision every so often, or even you've got to look at it every day. What I'm saying is I want you to close every day with that vision, close every day with that vision. If you are not staying hyper-connected to where you're going and why you're, why you're pushing so hard to get there, you're missing an opportunity to tap into your next level of possibility. So in that one hour time block for me at the end of the day is when I'm coming back to that vision. I'm going over to the whiteboard and it's blank and I'm allowing my, my mind to innovate and create and think and get excited about what tomorrow brings. Because when I'm closing that day with contentment and excitement for what I get to show up for tomorrow, I'm not waking up feeling like, oh my gosh, I have so much to do. I'm not going to bed and losing sleep. This is the other thing. I had killer insomnia. And I have found in working with hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of entrepreneurs over the years that insomnia in some former fashion is super common because our brains never turn off and our bodies keep the score. When our brains don't turn off, that depletes us because our cortisol is spiking and that can only sustain for so long before it tanks. And then we start to feel tired all the time. But in that phase where our cortisol is high, we lose sleep. We literally lose sleep. How often do you say, I just can't turn my brain off or I just can't stop my thoughts from coming in. And I'm you know, I'm so tired. And then we lean on caffeine and it creates a negative spiral. When you go through this process and you allow yourself to release the frustrations and the emotions from the day, however you need to, and you cast the vision for why you're showing up for the hard stuff, and you can have that excitement for stepping into tomorrow because you see it's a fresh start to come into this day and to hit the ground running and to make an impact and to grow your business, you will start to sleep at night. You will be able to chip away at the the amount of melatonin that you're pumping into your body to try and sleep, which, by the way, over time will start to have the adverse effect. I actually started having insomnia from taking melatonin after years of being dependent on it. It frees you up for more peace. And ultimately, why I want you to do this, why I want you to embrace this is because of years of my doing this wrong and the toll it took not just on me not just on my business potential or the bottom line, but on my marriage and my family. It is not fair to them for you to physically be present and mentally be somewhere else. And the only way you're going to be able to release the chemical reaction that comes with the stress from running a business is if you close out your day with great intention. So the final block of that time period at the end of the day is no longer about work. It's about casting vision for where I'm about to go. What am I about to step into and how am I stepping into it intentionally? It's almost like a mini morning routine for the end of the day to bring you into the second half of the day. It's your routine stepping into what's next. For me, it's it's how I'm showing up for my kids. I take some time to think about who do I need to be to show up as the best mom as I'm about to transition from the stress of work, of the chaos of juggling house, kids, school, all the things, cooking dinner, getting things ready, sports, activities. I think about who I want to be going into that moment. The same way I do this in my morning routine going into that day, I think about it going into the next part of my day with my family. I'm a present mom, right? I'm not 
My, my phone is not in my hand. I am not opening up email because I've closed those loops. They're not for today. I don't have to think about them. There's such a temptation when we have our phones because it, our entire business is completely available to us at all times in our pocket. At the baseball game, it's like, well, I could answer a few emails instead of watching my kid, right? And, and while we're doing an activity with the kids and you know maybe doing an art project with them, you think they don't notice when you're opening your phone, just answering a couple emails, just going into Slack and finishing something real quick, just checking your DMs, seeing if that prospective client responded to you. They're noticing, they're feeling that. So how can you tee yourself up not to be that person going into that next part of the day? Set that intention. Write that in the journaling process. Choose who you're going to be. Be disciplined enough to take action on the behaviors that you know would align with who that person is. Would that person do those things? What are the habits they have? What are the habits they do not have? So using that time to tee up what's next and intentionally making those choices. By ending your day strong, you are not just setting yourself up for a good next workday, a more productive next workday. That's small thinking. You are setting yourself up to be the person you are called to be in all categories of your life. You are setting yourself up to honor the commitments and the values that you pay lip service to. This is where you step into the leadership potential that's in front of you. No longer being stressed and being frantic. Listen, who told you it would be easy? Who told you that the to-do list would end? When you set the expectation that this is an ongoing process, this is a game you've chosen to play for the long haul. This is a lifestyle. You have to create the strategies and the things in your day to fight the nature in you to want to work all the time, to want to just live off a to-do list. You are bigger than that. You are smarter than that. You were called to more than that. But there's a level of intentionality that you have to step into. And having this time dedicated, allotted, the margin, the white space to live into that and to prep for it and to close things out so you can release them from your mind, so you can show up better for your family, so you can sleep at night. All of this creates a positive spiral that will allow you to reach your next levels of success. This is not just about having less stress. This is not just about being more productive tomorrow. This is about tapping into and uncapping your potential. That's what this process can do. So yes, the morning matters, but what are you doing to close out your day? If this speaks to you, please leave a comment below if you're watching on YouTube or because if you aren't privy to this information, we are now putting our podcast out on YouTube so you can watch my chaos as I talk and me talk frantically with my hands. But if you're listening, please leave us a review if you haven't yet and share this with someone. Share this with a fellow entrepreneur or business owner. Listen, business can be really lonely. It can be stressful trying to figure out this stuff alone. And my calling in life is to just give you a backstage pass to the stuff that has worked for me, the stuff that has helped us build multiple seven-figure businesses to learn how to be a more present parent, to learn how to show up for the life that I'm called to, even when it's hard. And I want to pass that along to you. So if it speaks to you, please tag someone you love, share it on social media, leave us a review. Let us know what you need help with. And we will share if we have a strategy or something that has worked for me or my team 
or my husband or my family, I am happy to pass that along. I want to pull back that curtain and reveal it because that's what I wish I had over the years. So thank you for tuning in. And until next time, close out your day strong, kick off your morning strong, get your mind, your body, your life, your schedule right so you can become the leader you're called to be. I hope today's episode gave you what you needed. If it spoke to you, please leave us a review and be sure to subscribe so you don't miss out on the next powerful episode. And I know it's so cliche to ask for a review. It always feels weird asking for one, but you guys, that makes a huge impact on the show. We read every one of them and it helps us get incredible guests to serve you. Don't be shy. I love connecting with our listeners. You can follow along on Instagram when I'm on there, at Eliz Hartke. And if there's a topic or a question or a guest you have for us, reach out, share your thoughts. You can connect at marketing at luminaryleadershipco.com. And we do this for you. So the more you tell us, the more we can serve you. Thanks for spending some time with me. I really do appreciate you. Tune in next week to keep building your legacy and becoming the confident visionary leader you are meant to be.